Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Living Fit Podcast with me, Tom. Now, if this is your first listen, do stop the episode and go back to episode one just to keep you in line and to keep you in check so your wealth of knowledge is uh, progressing as the podcast progresses as well. We aim to keep uh, the education, the motivation, and the energy progressing all the way through these uh, podcast episodes. Who knows how many episodes there'll be? Maybe we'll get to a million and we'll all be grey and you'll still be with me. Who knows? Um, so today we're going to be talking about a very interesting subject uh, and it's a very key subject. A lot of the time these podcasts are going to be talking about mindset stuff, whereas this week we're going to keep it purely about nutrition, training and recovery with no mindset stuff at all. Because there is, there's a problem, essentially. A lot of people are staying the same. A lot of people's bodies are plateauing and they don't know what to do. And what I've nailed it down to is people are putting a lot of time, a lot of energy and sometimes a lot of money into their health and fitness and they're not getting an awful lot back in terms of reward. It's like any investment. You put something in, you want to get more out of it. And that's what a lot of the guys are coming on my program. They're paying up, they're putting the time and they're putting their energy in. But more importantly, we're giving them the tools so they can get an awful lot back within their investment. They can get an awful lot back with their energy. They can get an awful lot back with, with their performance profession there, how proactive they are with in their days and maybe more importantly they're getting an awful lot back with their confidence levels and, and how they feel as well. So today we're going to talk about how you can be leaner, how you can be stronger, how you can be faster and how you can be fitter and how you can apply these principles to every single one of those and maintain it for the rest of your life. And I'm not being serious, it's not just a, a, a pun. If you apply these principles that we're going to talk about into your training, um, you can keep progressing your training for the rest of your life and stay in shape 365 days a year um, and make this part of your identity. And that is essentially um, what we're all trying to do. Gone are the days where we're doing the eight-week shreds to go on holiday and then we come back off holiday and then we're just the same as we started. We want to implement these habits into our lifestyle so we can seriously make uh, make a change uh, and make an energy shift and, and maintain it for forever. So how do we do that? How do we get fitter? How do we get leaner? How do we get fitter? And how do we get stronger? These three key principles that I want to talk about. Number one is focused training. Obviously, if someone wants to get muscular, if someone wants to get quicker, we have to have focused training. Now, the training, it has to be in line with your goal. If you are you want to get more muscular. Uh, I had a phone call the other day with a really nice guy and he wanted to put on muscle mass. I said, cool, so what training are you doing at the moment? He said, well, I do in Insanity six days a week. And I said, well, there is exactly um, where you're going wrong. Your goal has to be in line um, your training has to be in line with your goal. Um, if you're someone that wants to run a 5K time in, in record speed, what, what are you doing? I argue that you've probably got a running program, but there's other areas of your fitness that have been missing. You know, you're, you want to be doing some strength training there to recruit more muscle fibers, and therefore you can run quicker for longer and, and stronger and all that stuff. Number two, to get focused training, you need to be progressing your workouts every single week. And to do this, you need to be writing down what you're lifting, how many reps, what speed uh, you ran that in, what speed you biked, what speed you rode, how much rest time you're having in between sets. The more 
feedback you can get, the more that's going to keep you accountable and then the more you can progress those workouts. Like what do we mean by progressing? Essentially, the more stress and stimuli we put on the body each week, your body goes, I think I'm about to die, Tommy's about to kill me, therefore I'm going to adapt, I'm going to grow. Um, so Tom doesn't kill me. What happens when your muscles grow? It takes fat from your fat stores to recover, so therefore you lose body fat, and also you're recruiting more muscle fibers, so therefore you're gonna become more muscular. What happens when you become leaner and you put on muscle mass? You then for can be more, you can be fitter, um, you can be more powerful, you can have more endurance um, during join uh, it so that essentially you know for most people that's called changing your body composition so number two is progressing your workouts every single week number three and I argue this is what most people are not doing this is what I used to do because I didn't have the knowledge to do it but we need to change the methodology up if you are just following the same plan six months down the line it's time for a change you're picking up those dumbbells and your body literally knows what you're going to do it knows the range of movement uh, it knows what weights you you've picked up and it's just time to change uh, to mix it up so you could go from high repetitions then you could go to low repetitions you could go from low repetitions to speed training you could do strength speed training after that you could go from normal sets to supersets you could then do a giant set you could then do a pre-exhaust by changing the method, and there's so many different ones out there, um, it's what a lot of the people that, that come board me is that I, I'm getting educated in these different methods so I can take it into my own hands afterwards. By knowing these different methods, you just know to, when to change it up. If you aren't getting um, fatigue in the body and, it, and it's been months, it perhaps is a signal that your body is getting used to the training. And if you aren't getting fatigue after a few months, then unfortunately your body isn't going to get fitter and it isn't going to get stronger. So changing the methodology in training is absolutely key. So we've got perfect training for your goal. Your, your training needs to be in line with your goal. We want to be progressing your workouts, your training every single week. And you also need to be changing the methodology up. Uh, every you know however long it's hard to say it's normally with our guys it's, it's every four it's every eight weeks it's every 12 weeks certainly for doing the same program after six months it, it, it is time for a change unfortunately and you will know because your body is plateauing you'll feel frustrated and a bit like training is boring when we we don't want it to be boring we want it to be fun number two is deep recovery when we're recovering that is when the body is able to get stronger and fitter if we without the recovery the body can't get stronger and fitter people think that we're getting stronger in the gym but it's actually the opposite we're getting stronger in the kitchen we're getting stronger when we go to sleep and the reason why i use the word deep recovery is it wants to be planned and it we want to sit in that rest and in that recovery um if we're not sitting fully into it then the body isn't fully recovering and resting and therefore we can't fully give our focus to, to our training and get the most out of it so three key things that are going to help deep recovery rest days i know some of you are crazy about training love exercise and it's great for your mental health if you're not giving yourself at least one day off a week um what that's going to do for your body what's that's going to do for your hormones your your mind uh, it's going to seriously impact your training going into next week and therefore you're not actually progressing in the way that you want to you're just searching the buzz uh, and that feeling and the feeling you get from exercise can be done in in different ways so what i'm saying is we need at least one maybe two rest days um 
there. Also, we want to be giving our body 48 hours recovery after each muscle group. And again, this comes without teaching how to suck eggs. It does come from education. Um, if you're going in on Monday, doing a chest session, and then you're in Tuesday or Wednesday, and you're like, actually, I don't know what to do. I just want to grow you know, a bigger chest or bigger shoulders. And you go back to the, the bench press. You're not going to be optimizing um, the, the training there. You're not going to be optimizing that exercise and what your chest or your shoulders, your tricep can, can actually do. So give yourself 48 hours before hitting um, each muscle group, especially if you're doing 9, 12 to 24 sets on that muscle group, you ain't going to go in the next day or the day after and be performing at your best. It's a little bit different for people doing um, full body sessions, but certainly if you're hitting at least 9 sets per per day on that, um, on that muscle group. For deep recovery, you need to be having uh, an adequate amount of sleep, 7 to 9 hours really we did a sleep optimization masterclass with um with a guy called gary an amazing guy called gary the other week uh, and he was saying six to nine hours anything either side of that is going to seriously impair your decision making if you're going under six hours you're then releasing hormones that uh, are making you feel hungrier therefore you, you can't stop thinking about sweet things Therefore, you're tired and you can't do the, the, the most in your training. If you're getting more than nine hours, have you ever had that feeling where you wake up and you're a little bit lethargic and you just cannot shake it no matter how many coffees you have? Um, it's because unless we're raving, unless we're seriously socialising all the time, we don't actually need any more than, than nine hours. Number three is hydration. I am definitely known for this and Mimi will shout me out, but... Uh, I, I wake up sometimes, just have a double espresso and go straight to the gym and then I'm in the gym going, wow, I'm not performing at my best. It's because my body's lost like, you know, one to three litres of water in my sleep and then I haven't even replenished that. So hydration is absolutely key um, for, for performance and also recovery as well. Like our body is made up mostly uh, of water there. So we need to be getting that in. Not only is water great for, for recovery in our body, it's also good for our mind. Um, it's also good to... to um, uh, to help with hunger as well. Sometimes we feel hungry, but actually we just need a cup of water because we're dehydrated. Um, so my point is water is good. <laughs> so number three, the biggest one probably for most people. There is so much stuff about nutrition out there. It is untrue. If I hear another thing about keto, my head will explode. If I hear is bread bad for you again, my head will explode. And that is nobody's fault bar what is out there on the internet. So hopefully all this stuff will start to seep in and help you. Number three is precise nutrition. And why do I say precise nutrition? The more precise we can be with our nutrition, the more precise we can be with our training and results in general, the more precise those results will be. If you want to get down to a certain body weight in 90 days, we need to be precise with how many calories we're giving your body. We can't just wing it. We can't just go in my fitness plan and say, give me a certain amount of calories and then it under restricts you and then in 10 days you're flipping gorging on, on donuts and pints of Fosters. It, it isn't going to happen. So precise nutrition. How do we do that? Um, number one is energy. How much? It's an energy balance. How much energy are you taking in through food and drink versus how much energy are you expending out through thinking, sleeping, daily movement? and exercise. Depending on what your goal is, depends on how much energy your body needs. If you're on a performance-based goal and you're in a marathon, you want to break a personal best in your marathon and you're not you're not uh, tracking your nutrition, you don't know how much energy your body needs and your body's in that deficit, you're never ever going to be performing at the best uh, in, in your marathon and your marathon training. 
you're gonna the, the rate of perceived exertion is gonna feel awful it's gonna feel hard it's not gonna be enjoyable whereas if you get the right energy you at least feed in your body enough calories a calorie is essentially a unit um, of energy so this is the biggest biggest thing and this is for for a separate podcast really but the amount of people who think they're eating healthy and they are eating healthy but in terms of weight loss muscle building performance it all starts with, with energy balance and, and that has got to be the foundation if you're not tracking that if you think you can't be asked or you don't know enough about it it's really something that you've got to get clued up on there number two is protein protein is the thing protein 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 we hear it all the time it's a massive advertisement thing but your muscles are made out of protein you need to be recovering with an adequate amount of protein if you don't know how much protein your body needs if you're not precise about the amount of calories your body needs if you're not precise about the amount of protein your body needs you're never going to be precise with your results you're never going to be precise with your training so if you're guessing if you're like yeah well i had a protein yogurt i've had some chicken i've had yogurt at night then i'll be fine that's protein we want to be finding out if you want epic world-class results we want to be finding out how much protein your body actually needs instead of guessing if you are doing a program if you are guessing with your nutrition if you can't be asked to track it you cannot expect to see world-class results you cannot it is not going to happen you may stumble upon it it may take you longer but you're never going to find out the fundamental reason why your body's changed and therefore how to maintain it for the rest of your life and that is my promise to to my clients is that we'll give you the tools to maintain the results for the rest of your life like without a shadow of doubt if you're willing to put in the work if you're willing for it to be your main focus for 90 days we'll change your body and you'll learn how to keep it for for the rest of your life that was a little upsell there, wasn't it? Sorry about that. Uh, I'll just get a bit too passionate. Uh, so we need a balanced diet. How do we get a balanced diet? Again, it's through education because a balanced diet comes from carbohydrates, fats, and protein. We don't want to be missing one of those macronutrients out because they're all there for the for the body. They all serve the body. Carbohydrates are our brain, our body's main source of energy. Fats, another source of energy, helps to regulate hormones. Protein, um, it helps the body recover. It protects our immune system. Um, you know... So we want to be getting a balanced diet. So these fad diets that come in no carbs, of course they're going to help you lose weight. It's restricting a macronutrient. It's restricting an awful amount uh, of calories there. So you're going to see epic results in two weeks. But what happens when you start to eat calories again? You're going to blue and your body's going to hold a, a whole lot of water. So we want to be thinking about a balanced diet. And we want to be utilizing those different macronutrients, the, the carbohydrates, the fats, at different times. You know, Do you know the difference between a complex carb and a simple carb? Do you know... Um, you, do you know about different kinds of protein? Do you know what a complete protein source is? Do you know what protein to have before bed that stays in your body? All this sort of stuff. So once we start to get educated on it, we can utilize nutrition for um, our training. I'm trying to think of a phrase that, um, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't that clever. So I'm just going to, I'm going to move on there. So we've got focus training, we've got deep recovery, and we've got precise nutrition. If all these things are in place, you can be fitter, you can get leaner, you can be faster, and you can be stronger than you ever have done before. But more importantly, that can last a lifetime and that can progress every single week if these things are in order. And it's about getting a plan it's about reaching out going I, I might need help with that or first of all it comes from I want something I want a dream body or I, I want to uh, bench press two times my body weight I want to run rather then it's about okay I might need help with that second thirdly it's then about education it's about sucking it up and making that commitment with yourself and and last 
it's about then taking ownership and action in that, which is why my program's called Plan, Action and Conquer. You have to put that action in. You're the one that has to put pen to paper or hand to bar and, and you actually have to do that. Whether you're being coached by me, whether you're being coached by someone else, whether you're doing it yourself, there has to be a moment where you go, I want that, how do I get it? Then I'm gonna action it. Um, so it's all good and well. Uh, listening to this podcast but the question is are you going to utilize this information and are you going to put it in to your training so some common questions some common questions that I get asked and I've been asked today my body's plateauing what do I do so we need to be looking there at the training number one are you doing the same sort of training um, day in day out uh, no I'm not Tom I, I am changing okay then so why are you getting any PBs in your big lift no I'm not okay so what is your nutrition looking like um, I don't know I don't have a structure with nutrition and how's your sleep yeah it's all right I probably drink too much caffeine so your body's plateauing for a reason so we need to look we need to backtrack and look into your diary look into your day look into your night and, and then we can decide how your body is going to um, carry on there but it's potentially that your body's just getting used to it and it's not receiving a new stress and stimuli there. Will I get fat eating bread? Oh my God, it breaks my heart that people don't eat eat bread. The only people that shouldn't be eating bread are those that are, are gluten intolerant. Will I get fat eating bread? This is a statement. Listen up. No food, no type of food is ever, ever going to make you fat. It's there about that energy balance. If you're eating bread, then you're going in eating a donut, then you go and drink a couple of pints of beer, you have some celery because you think that burns fat when it doesn't, and then you have something else. Yes, you're probably gonna uh, put on a bit of body fat, but because you're you're feeding your body uh, more energy, you're, you're putting it into an energy surplus there. So no no bread will not make you fat. Bread is tasty, it is a carbohydrate. Um, you can use it uh, to the best of your ability, it's amazing. I absolutely love bread. I went to a vegan cafe before and got two amazing salted beef sandwiches on focaccia and it, it made my life so yeah bread does not make you fat will chicken make me muscly so the chicken those little chickens will not make you muscly but what chicken is it is a complete protein source a complete protein source is a protein that contains all the essential uh, amino acids chicken is low in calories and it's high in protein so that's why you hear a lot of bodybuilders um eating chicken there's also other sorts of um great uh, protein supplements out there that are complete protein sources. You've got tofu, you've got quinoa, you've got turkey, you've got white fish, all that sort of stuff. They're all low in calories and, and high in protein. So it's not the chicken that will make you muscly, it's the things in there that will uh, make you muscly, but you also have to do the training as well. You also have to utilize it uh, to the best of your ability uh, with that. How can I take my running time down? So that is gonna come from um, depending what your training is are you focusing on uh, are your nutrition let's just go to the training if you have got a running program you're someone that runs five six days a week and you love it and you've got a half marathon coming up um i would argue that you need to well i, I wouldn't argue i know for sure that you need to be doing some sort of, of strength program because what we want to be doing we want to be strengthening your your legs the, the supporting muscles around the knees and we want to be recruiting more muscle fibers i'm watching squid game at the moment if you got to the episode with the tug of war the side that i've got the most people on it is probably going to win because it's going to be stronger it's the same with your muscle we're trying to recruit more of those little bad boy muscle fibers uh, to help you get stronger have more endurance have more power so once you've got more muscle fibers you're then going to be able to run quicker you're then going to be able to endure more how do you do that you have to do resistance training but also you have to get your nutrition sorted as well and your recovery because 
your muscles aren't going to grow optimally if you've not got that sorted so it's never just going to be one thing it's all about this spectrum that we uh, have this fitness spectrum and nutrition that we have to get uh, in order there i keep getting injured why is that the main thing for the general population is probably because of strength. Your muscles aren't strong enough, therefore you need to do some sort of strength, which is why a strength program is pretty much at the basis of all types of training. If you're regularly training, then it's probably about to do with the opposite, that your muscles are too tight, so we might need to do some more uh, mobility work to, to open it up. You know, my downfall is that I need to do more mobility work. I once got told by physio that I've got the tightest hamstrings they've ever seen in the whole history of man which I'm, I'm waiting for a Guinness Book of Records to come and put me down in the world records but it, it ain't happening yet <laughs> um, so yeah mobility and strength is probably the thing that is stopping well it's keeping you from from getting injured but again if you're doing strength training and then you haven't got your nutrition sorted you, your muscles aren't going to grow and get strong in in the right way so it's never just going to be be one thing there so what I want you to do is I want you to uh, if you've been taking notes, I want you to go back and have a listen to those key ingredients and what feeds those ingredients and what are you missing. It fits the methodology, if it's progressing your workouts, if it's nutrition, something is stopping you from, your, um, fr from getting you to where you want to be. And if you're not that bothered, you're probably not listening to this podcast. The fact that you're listening to your podcast is because you want more growth within your life. You want your body to change or you're doing it for uh, your mindset, your, your mental health, or you want it to impact your profession. You want it to impact your, your job, your family. You want more energy to, to play around with your family. And if you get all of this, it will happen. It isn't just some sort of weird sales thing. Science will take its place and it will happen and therefore you'll work out how to uh, work your body for, for the rest of your life. So have a little think, where are, you, where are you missing and write a little action plan. What do you need to do in order to make that habit part of your lifestyle and then how can you implement it into your training and into, and into your day-to-day -day life? A lot of my clients were literally where where I was, where you probably are are now. I don't want to point the finger and say you, but a lot of the guys that I coach were exactly there. They were bored with the training. They didn't know what they were eating. They were eating out on the go and they didn't know what food choices um, to pick. And their structure was all up in the air and they just literally needed something to, to nail it down, say, this is how you get from A to B. This is how you get from B to C. Um, this is what to eat. This is when to eat it. And the habit then stays and it becomes part of your life, therefore um, part of your identity. So if you don't know where to start, if you're like, this is all too much, Tom, or you have loads of questions, do give me a message on Facebook or Instagram. I'm happy to to help in any way um, possible. And if you, you fancy joining the team, if you fancy coming on and getting a tremendous amount of growth in body, uh, mind and, and business, then you know, jump on a call, get in my bio, book yourself in for a call and we'll have a 15 to 30 minute conversation, find out where you are, where you're looking to go and, and basically how, how to get there. So I hope you find that really useful. I just want to finish off with a little thing that I was driving driving home, um, driving, I was driving home from Liverpool the other night and I was listening to a really amazing podcast and it's about really acknowledging yourself and sometimes I think we all need to just take a step back and instead of striving to, to constantly get somewhere, when I get that car, when I get that body, when I get that t-shirt, I will be happy. Uh, I think we all just need to stop and take a little uh, and give ourselves a pat on the back and we're all doing all we can, especially in these times at the moment. And, and it's not about the pat on the back. It's not about looking in the mirror. It's just about acknowledging ourselves. You know, there's a lot of thing on our body, external things, but when was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror and gave yourself a high five or said, 
well done, you're doing a great job, or giving yourself a pat on the back and be like, do you know what, I'm bloody proud of you. Um, try it, see how it goes. Uh, I did it the other day and uh, it, it was amazing. It's, uh, it gives yourself an awful lot of respect, it gives yourself a lot of clarity um, and self-love. So try it, see what you go, uh, see how you go and, and give me a message. So I hope you've enjoyed the fourth episode. Uh, it's been pretty mega from my end. Um, don't know about you, but big love. Have an amazing uh, week, weekend, morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. Uh, have a great time. Big love from me.